anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are having a blessed day. This episode is brought to you by McNeese Construction. There is no job too big or too small. Just give them a call. If you would like to support us, you can do so at www.paypal.me slash Studio. And finally, Yappy Studio has opened a store for you to purchase some really cool items for you, your family, and even your pets. Check it out at www.7.surf. That's S-E, the number 7, E-N, dot surf. Now, let's get on with the show. Since there are many people still suffering from anosmia, today I'm going to go over exactly what it is and a few tips on what you can do to recover from it. It's easy to take your sense of smell for granted, and anosmia, or the ability to smell, isn't a life-threatening condition, but it significantly affects quality of life and can lead to depression and anxiety. Affecting both your sense of smell and taste, anosmia has a considerable effect on pleasurable experiences, like eating your favorite foods. Even a hike in the woods or intimacy can become less satisfying without the ability to appreciate odors in your environment. And since your nose is a keen warning mechanism that can alert you to dangers in your everyday life, it can also become a safety issue. If you suffer from anosmia, and up to about 20% of the population does, you cannot smell smoke, natural gas, or spoiled food, putting you at a heightened risk of harm. Now you may ask, what causes anosmia? Well, it increases with age. While about 3.2% of the United States adults over the age of 40 are affected, this increases to 14 to 20% of those aged 60 years and older. As you age, your sensitivity to smell may decrease and loss of sense of smell is associated with a neurodegenerative disease such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and so forth. In fact, low ability to smell is associated with an increased risk of neurodegenerative diseases. However, anosmia is most often caused by inflammatory and obstructive disorders, which cause about 50 to 70% of anosmia cases. This includes rhinitis, nasal polyps, and sinus diseases which cause inflammation of the mucosa or direct obstruction. Anosmia is commonly associated with viral infections, including influenza, 
and coronaviruses and can also be caused by head trauma and exposure to toxic agents such as tobacco, pesticides, certain medications, particularly beta blockers, antithyroid drugs, ACE inhibitors, and intranasal zinc, and so forth. It's possible to be born with anosmia, but in many cases, it occurs later in life. While it can be permanent, there are many remedies that can help bring back your sense of smell. In cases of anosmia that occur after upper respiratory tract infections, spontaneous recovery occurs in 32 to 66% of patients. Although supportive therapy can help to encourage spontaneous regeneration, without treatment, anosmia can lead to significant behavioral and psychological changes. In a survey of Dutch people with anosmia, for instance, 44% said they lived in fear of exposure to smoke or natural gas due to their inability to detect it with their nose. And in fact, those with anosmia had their risk of experiencing a hazardous event increase threefold compared to people with a normal sense of smell. Changes in eating and personal hygiene behaviors are also common among anosmics including reduced appreciation of food and drink, increased feelings of depression and loneliness, a reduced appetite, exaggerated personal hygiene, such as showering multiple times a day or using excessive amounts of perfume, negative effects on relationships with a partner, friends, and family. Now, to help regain your sense of smell, a variety of herbal and therapeutic options are available. The first one is smell training, and this involves sniffing four different odors, typically from the categories flowery, fruity, spicy, and resinous, twice a day for a period of about four to six months. Often, essential oils of rose, lemon, clove, and eucalyptus are used for smell training due to their concentrated scents. It's believed that smell training may increase the expression or growth of olfactory receptor neurons, helping to bring back the ability to smell. In a meta-analysis of 13 studies, smell training led to significant positive effects for all olfactory abilities, with researchers noting such training should be considered an addition or alternative to existing smell treatment methods. Another meta-analysis found a significant improvement in olfactory discrimination. Another meta-analysis found a significant improvement in olfactory discrimination and olfactory identification following smell training. It's also been suggested that changing the odors used periodically during smell training may increase its success. In addition to essential oils, a range of other odors have been also used with success, and those include garlic, paprika, marjoram, curry, rosemary, nutmeg, thyme, basil leaves, cumin, chocolate, celery, anise, ginger, orange, banana, cinnamon, coffee, cheese, 
balsamic vinegar, onion, juniper berries, pepper, dill, and cedar. Next is alpha-lipoic acid, otherwise known as ALA. The antioxidant, alpha-lipoic acid, was also useful in restoring sense of smell in people with anosmia following upper respiratory tract infection. Patients took ALA supplements at a dose of 600 milligrams a day for an average of four to five months. At the end of the study, 26% had a moderate increase in olfactory function, while 35% had a remarkable increase. The results indicate that ALA may be helpful in patients with olfactory loss after upper respiratory tract infection. And that was noted by the researchers in the Journal of Laryngoscope. The herb ginkgo biloba helped to restore sense of smell in an animal study when used in combination with an anti-inflammatory drug. It's believed that ginkgo's antioxidant effects may explain its usefulness for anosmia. Another great try could be lavender syrup, which is often used in Persian medicine. It's believed to have a cleansing effect on the brain and a strengthening effect on the brain and body. In a pilot clinical trial, 23 patients with post-viral olfactory dysfunction took 9 milliliters of lavender syrup for 3 weeks. Lavender syrup led to significant improvements in olfactory function compared to the control group. Another good one could be zinc gluconate. Zinc deficiency may induce anosmia, and it's been found that supplementation with zinc gluconate for one month leads to significantly higher recovery rates of olfactory function compared to treatment with prednisolone all by itself. And finally, turmeric. Turmeric is known for its active ingredient, curcumin, which has impressive antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. In a peer-reviewed case report, a doctor and a medical student from Tulane University School of Medicine in New Orleans reported two patients who experienced fast restoration of taste and smell after taking one dose of turmeric. In one case, a 25-year-old man with post-viral anosmia took a capsule with 1,000 milligrams of turmeric extract which has 95% curcuminoids in it, and 10 milligrams of black pepper extract, which improves the absorption from the turmeric. Now, he experienced complete restoration of smell and taste with both senses rated 10 out of 10, 10 minutes after supplement ingestion. In a second case, a 28-year-old man with post-viral near anosmia took a capsule containing 1,000 milligrams of turmeric extract, 1,000 milligrams of Boswellia serrata plant extract, and 15 milligrams of black pepper extract. According to the study, 12 hours after taking the turmeric supplement, the subject reported experiencing a restoration of both smell and taste to intensity of 6 out of 10 each with 10 out of 10 being achieved three days later. So there are a lot of natural options for anosmia, 
such as smell training and herbal supplements, and those can be done at home, potentially leading to a significant improvement in your quality of life. However, if you're struggling with anosmia, a knowledgeable healthcare practitioner can also work with you to devise a holistic treatment plan to help restore your sense of smell and, in doing so, optimize your overall well-being. Go ahead and try these options, and if that's not good enough, go find a professional. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Don't forget, you can read all the information discussed in our podcast by going to www.yappistudio.blogspot.com. Be sure to check out our show notes below where you can donate to support us, shop at our store, check out our references, and see what else we offer. Thank you for listening, and God bless.